estoy lista al podcast. Yo soy Cristal, tu anfitriona and hype woman, because, you know, we got to do Spanglish around here for Hispanic Heritage Month. Hello. Um, <laughs> yes. I, in case you guys did not know, your girl is half Puerto Rican. Hello. So I get to celebrate it. Okay. You guys can't see me dancing. I don't know why I'm dancing. <laughs> Yeah. But Hispanic Heritage Month is celebrated from September 15th through <laughs> October 15th every year. I don't know why they cut it. For, I don't I don't know why it's not one month or the other, but it's September 15th through October 15th. And it's about recognizing the contributions and influence of Hispanic Americans to the history, culture, and achievements of the states that are supposed to be united. Um, <laughs> I would like to bring a very special guest on. <laughs> <laughs> today my very longtime friend jessica um she and i met i don't even know how long ago but i want to bring her on because she is a true puerto ricania puerto ricania that's, that's right, right? Sí. <laughs> ¿Cómo está, jessica? ¿Cómo está, Woo, i'm very good let me start with my intro now oh here we go oh 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 here we go I can smell the sazon and the garlic. I smell the bustelo. Oh, yeah. I, I told you I was bringing the sazon with me because I always carry it with me. It's part of us. It's it part is. of us. It's one of my favorite yeah. seasonings. No, definitely. So, ¿Cómo está? Yeah. Bien. Yo estoy muy bien. I am happy to be here. I am happy to be part of your podcast. This is so great. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. So happy to have you on here. Um, we have been friends, like I said, for a while. We met yeah. at work. I think which a lot of adult relation uh, friendships start out like that way. <laughs> um, we met at work. Uh, yeah. And then we just stayed friends. Like we clicked instantly. We stayed friends even after we left this horrid company. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but when I met you, you were fresh from Puerto Rico. And oh, yeah. I just remember being like, wow, she came over here with two boys, single mom, like, mm -hmm. girl, you are a powerful woman, honey. Powerful well, thank woman. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're it was, welcome. It was definitely quite challenging. Um, I said, you know, I came here like, you know, in Puerto Rico, they would say, con la mancha de plátano. Like, I just, you know, fresh from the plantain oh. <laughs> 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 plant, something like that. Yeah. No, yeah, super fresh, um, but with a lot of ambition, for sure. Uh, a lot of ambition. I wanted to grow to provide for my kids, give them, you know, better schools, a better quality of life. Because, you know, unfortunately, we don't have that over there. And that was something that I was struggling and I was you know, asking God so many times, you know, just point me in the right direction. I just finished my bachelor. I have two bachelors and yeah, I just decided to make this bold move. And I said, no, enough is enough. Like I, I know I can do more. Um, that's, that's yeah. really powerful that you like took that risk of leaving pretty much everything that you, you know, behind in Puerto mm -hmm. Rico, your mom, your brothers, you know, your family, your friends. Um, and you took the risk to come to Florida. Did you already have family here before you came? 
Um, yes, I had a, I have a cousin, actually two, but by the time that I got here, it was just one, I think, at that moment, um, and a friend. But I actually came to stay with my friend because with my cousin, I, you know, we, we were not like super close. Like we would see each other, but you know what I'm saying? Like, um, so I stayed with a friend when I came here. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then, so I know you said you brought, you came here because you wanted your kids to have a better, um, education, better quality of life. Do you, were your expectations met? Do you feel like you really have thrived here more so than you would have in Puerto Rico? Oh no, absolutely. A hundred percent. So, you know, it's, it's, it was a lot. Um, this was definitely one of the boldest move or decision that I could have ever imagined or to do, you know, it was, Mm -hmm. it was very big for me. Um, there was a lot of challenges, of course, I was very scared. I'm not going to lie. And the biggest thing was, um, you know, in our culture, Hispanic in general, not just, you know, us Puerto Ricans, but I feel like, um, you know, Hispanic people are very emotional, passionate, like with their family, they're very stick, like everybody's in their, you know. Um, So that was one of the big things for me because I've never been away from my family like that. You know, we're all together, like everything you do, um, you know, and we're not a small family either. It's like a bunch of kids, cousins, you know, 10, 12 uncles, you know, Mm -hmm. brothers. So that was one of the biggest things for me because I didn't have that support system. I was by myself, like completely alone for the very first time in my life. And then two kids. So. Uh, oh yeah, let me tell. You. And not I speak for myself, of course, but I'm pretty sure that this can resonate to other people too that move to this country. Um, and with a big heart, you know, wanting to definitely grow, absolutely, 100. percent Because yes, I wanted for my kids as well, but I wanted to grow, you know, as a woman, as a, as, a, as myself too, not just right. for them. Um, and Let me tell you, sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but you have definitely mm-hmm. grown. How long have you been here? Five years? Six years? Six years now. Yeah. yeah. From the six. time that I met you, you were, what, three months fresh here? Yeah. And six Barely years? three months. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, girl, you have grown. Like, yeah. We, we're not going to get oh, into yeah. all of it, but, man, yeah. the relationships, the, I mean, even just career, finances, um, you know, the moving and cars, like both of us, like we have. Oh yeah. yeah. And every aspect that you can think, because listen, I've learned so much and I have achieved so much here in such a short amount of time. Um, Because yes, I, I went to school in Puerto Rico. I graduated there at my high school, my bachelor's that was. And when I thought my bachelor was going to be like the, this is like the top of my career, you know, as a Puerto Rican. And well, not just that, um, but Hispanics, not all everybody in the family are not going to go to, to college either, you know? So right. that was something big for me because in my family, I was the only one graduated from college. Wow. wow. You know? So that was my first like big thing for me. And then my kids were there when I graduated. So yeah. never in my mind crossed, like I've, I was going to be here. Like, yeah. This, no. <laughs> do you regret it? I don't think you do, but do you regret? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. I do miss my family. I'm not, I can't say I don't. That's one of my things. Yeah. If I could have them here. Oh, amazing. But I don't regret it. And I can't tell you right now if I see myself going back. I don't think so. Um, okay. Yeah, either because. It's good to visit. 
Oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I like it here. I'm good. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, thank God. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was just at her house the other day and she's the cutest apartment. I love it. I love her apartment. And the boys are getting so big or they were little kids and now they're like bigger than both of us. Um, grown men now almost. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. and do you, do you foresee them going off into college or do you think they would move back to Puerto Rico? I do see them uh, going to college. I don't mm-hmm. think that they will want to move to Puerto Rico. I think that they also like the fact that they can go, you know, travel and stay there because I was doing that. So because the attachment with Abuelita, of course, you know, they're the only grandkids at the time. So for me to remove the only grandkids at home here, it was a huge impact for my parents as well. And I know my mom suffered a lot, especially when I did that. So what we did is we started sending them on like in the summertime. I would send them to Puerto Rico for like a month or two. So that's something that I guess that they liked um, and they might, you know, want to do. But I don't think that that's something that they're going to stay because now they're older. They can see how things in the island actually work and nothing works. Yes, that's true. <laughs> nothing works. <laughs> nothing <Unfortunately>. works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. And I'm, I mean, I, I know when I think back to like me being in high school, like, yeah, it would have been nice yeah. to know that like every summer I'm going away to like an mm-hmm. island, you know, be on the beach all day, every day. That's amazing. Cause a lot of kids don't get that. So oh, yeah. that's really good. That's really good. And you, you, you have given them like some really good trips as a single mom. Like I'm so proud of you, Jessica. Like you really have, you, you know, done a lot for them. And I just feel like now is, it's your time, you know, it's your time to focus on you and do what you want to do. And I'm so freaking proud of you. You're going to be amazing. She is stepped down on her own. She's doing notary signings. Yeah. You know, if you guys in Florida have any loan signings coming up, holla at my yep. girl. This is your girl. Hablamos Espanol. <laughs> sí, sí. We speak the Spanish yeah. over here. Spanish too. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, it has been quite a ride, let me tell you. And I'm pretty sure maybe one of the drives for me to also be, you know, maybe finding the strength. Of course, God, first of all. But maybe in the situation that I was seeing myself at that time as in, you know, I'm by myself. I'm with my kids. I need to move. I need to provide. I need to get going. Um, I can not just stay here and cry and just wait for, you know, oh, can you call my dad, pick up the kids or something like that. That's not happening. So I had to figure all that out. And at the beginning, I thought it was fear that it was my drive for me to accomplish a lot of things, like becoming a notary, learning all these things, real estate transactions, title. But it was mostly now that I'm, you know, here, I can understand that it has been always me, my pushing, my drive for wanting to do things, getting things done that I was not going to settle. And back then I was looking at it as fear. Oh, I'm going to be homeless. I'm going to be do this. And what the people are going to say about me, you know, all this critiques because I speak Spanish, mm-hmm. I'm Hispanic. And, you know, yes, I've encountered situations that weren't, you know, comfortable, but you also learn. I learned a lot. I definitely learned a lot. And I finally, after, I guess, I don't know, maybe the age two, I started listening to actual advices, you know, not just like, yeah. oh, you know, your parents growing up, oh, you need to listen, you need to, escucha, yeah. aprende, you know, 
But I'm like, <laughs> but now I listen. I'm like, okay, mommy, CC, I'll do it. I'll do it. That's so good. I'm glad that you recognize that. Like you used to, you used to like live and thrive in a place of like lack, like fear of lacking, fear of not being able to provide for your kids or fear of losing the respect or disappointing someone like your mom or your dad. So, or your kids. Um, so yeah, I've definitely seen that shift in, in your personality and your attitude and how you approach Mm -hmm. things. So go ahead, girl, go ahead, girl. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And now I'm like, I, I'm not afraid anymore of a lot of things. Yes. I do get, you know, thoughts here and there because, you know, there's this little voice in the back of your head, like, oh, you got to do this or you're doing this wrong or you got to like, no. But um, yeah, I definitely all these experiences and I'm pretty sure like any other Hispanic family, um, I have, you know, friends that are from Venezuela, um, Mexico, other countries. And, you know, when we sit down and talk about, you know, we have a lot of things in common, of course, yes, like culture passionate you see that in every latin american country they'll they'll share with you the food like and that's how i was raised too um but unfortunately in you know in our countries nothing really works effectively you know that you can provide a a, a good quality of life and when i mean good quality quality of life i mean having the basic stuff like water electricity something that simple you know that unfortunately we don't have that over there um But yeah, um, I am grateful to be here. I am so grateful of all the things that I've done, what I've not, the ups and downs, everything. And for anybody out there that is also trying to be, you know, take that leap and say, hey, I'm so scared. I'm so afraid. Don't Mm -hmm. be. That's it's an illusion. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Things are going to be tough, but it's not impossible. Nothing, everything has a solution. Um, you might not see it there because, yes, oh, I have been clouded so many times. And you're like, oh, I'm against the wall. But you're really not. It's just that you can't see because you're so overwhelmed. Um, yeah. But absolutely. You I don't want to like, ask for help. No, and that's something that, yeah, that happens a lot. But, um, you know, after talking, like I said, with other people that are also coming from a different countries, Venezuela and all these things we've, you know, we have shared and also um, provide a lot of things, you know, to the country too. Like you, we have a lot of people working that regardless of, you know, how things can be or can get, there's a lot of Latin Americans that are really here wanting to help to, to, to work, to grow, to provide also for their families, you know, mm-hmm. so they're all on the same mission. And I know we've also, uh, I guess, as part of our culture, we provided like music and things like that, other things, achievements and stuff. But mainly be us being here is because we really wanted something different for our lives. Yeah, you have a, a distinct drive. No, that's mm-hmm. really good. Is there anything that we have here in the States that is not available in Puerto Rico that you would love to see available in Puerto Rico? Like anything, it could be groceries, whatever. Oh, absolutely. So I would love for them to be able to have good electricity, uh, water Mm -hmm. that they're able to like hospitals and things like that, because just the, at least the basic things that we need to at least feel like, like a human, you know, because 
you would think when you go home, water, you, you want to take a shower after a long day of work. You want to, you know, uh, do some laundry because you have kids have school tomorrow. You know, basic things. You can't because mm-hmm. you don't know if you're going to have water when you get home. If you do great, if you don't, okay. Well, you know, it's, it's a survival day by day. You just survive. That's, that's what you do. So I would love to Puerto Rico to have a better, you know, infrastructure of the basic utilities which is really insane to me because aren't isn't puerto rico part of the united states so like why do we not have equality well there's a lot of laws from back in the day and day in the day and you know that's how we live nowadays we just try to create or live with laws that were invented in god knows how many years by people who are no longer living exactly no longer living that's insane you know they're not going to change that but i'm pretty sure if some of the laws were changed like the i believe one is the jones act that would also help out um puerto rico because that way they're able to get food and the things that they need um through you guys have food do you guys have access to food stamps there does Puerto Rico we do, but it's different than here. So when I when I say oh. about food, I mean like for example, if we're gonna get rice or beans from a different country, like let's say you know it comes in a boat, right? The problem is that because of this act of this law, we only Puerto Rico's only allowed to receive those goods or that food from an U.S. chip. It cannot be any other country. So we wow. pay our food over there is higher and it's more expensive because the, for example, let's say something comes from Venezuela, right? An example. Mm-hmm. So we have beans from Venezuela, just an example. They have to mm-hmm. go to the United States. They have to walk um, that boat, uh, put everything on the American boat. And then the American boat brings it to Puerto Rico. That's the only way we're going to get. So because that happens, it's more expensive because U.S., boats are way more expensive to do it through them than if, for example, the Venezuela boat would have just arrived to Puerto Rico. You see what I'm saying? Anything anything to make a dollar, this country. Mm -hmm. Anything to make a dollar. Wow. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, I wonder if there's something we can do about that. No, I I wish to believe me. And I'm very, I've always been very active also. And like when it comes to, I'm not going to say maybe an activist. Maybe I was back in the day. But yeah, I used, when I was in college, I would go to the, you know, the strikes and all these things, you know, mm-hmm. trying to fight for a better future. Because at that moment, you know, I'm what, 23, 24. I already had two kids when I was 24 years old. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, I had a motive to do that because I yeah. wanted my kids to have a better education. Like if I'm struggling here right now, mm-hmm. why am I going to, you know, be part of something because they mm-hmm. want to change. But unfortunately, we were never heard. And to this day, they're still, you know, struggling with a lot of things. Do you see your because? okay, so your the your son's dad came um, Mm -hmm. eventually eventually from Puerto Rico and then your brother came from Puerto Rico, too. Mm -hmm. Do you think your mom may move here one day? Oh, no. (laughs) oh yeah she's like you know it's okay honey i got a generator i'm like oh oh great yeah we're, we're fine we're, 
So for her mm. to know that she's going to be fine with a generator, I, I guess that that comment right there tells you a lot of, you know, how yeah. they and not just her, a, a lot of them mm-hmm. think the same way because they're OK. They're, they're like, unfortunately, they've gotten used to living like that. Right. So to them, right. it's normal and they've gotten used to it. Like yesterday, I was having a conversation with my dad because I was some, some situation happened in one of the hospitals there in San Juan. And I was so upset with the situation because I'm like, wow, you know, there's professionals there. How, how they're handling the situation? And my dad is like, oh, but you can't fight. You can't say anything because you know how it is. And this is how it works. I'm like, that's the problem, dad. Everybody mm-hmm. is repeating that same thing. Everybody's mm-hmm. used to it. And then nobody wants to do something different. So mm-hmm. how do you think this is going to be solved if people like you keep repeating, oh, it is what it is. This is how they work. No. It should not work like that. There's rules, there's proceed, there's steps, there's things to be done. Mm-hmm. People are already used to saying that. So you just have to, what, sit back and be like, okay, treat me like shit. Oh, sorry, you can't say shit here. Oh, but- no, it's okay. So that's not right. You're dealing with humans. It's a hospital. Like, okay, mm-hmm. they're not getting paid enough and all this thing. So do they have the right to treat you like that? Because, oh, that's how it works here. Well, that's wrong. So if somebody mm-hmm. comes there from United States to go see their parents in the hospital and then they start arguing, you can't get mad. It's like, oh, yeah, but you don't have to argue. I'm like, yes, because they see life differently over there than it is in Puerto Rico. And that's yeah. the problem. So, of course, they're going to come here. And they're going to fight because it's his parent in that bed, in the, in the hospital bed. And he's yep. not being treated as a human, <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's so sad, man. I wish, I really wish there was, because I know Cuba goes through those, oh, it's like, bad. probably yeah. Cuba has it, yeah, like 10 times worse, but Haiti. Haiti, yeah, it's just like, it's so, it's so sad and so unfortunate. Um, but I, like I said, I'm just proud of you making it, making it out here, you know, and uh, I'm glad that you have um, a, a, a wider support. I guess support system here by having the kid's dad. Now he's down the street, Mm -hmm. you know, having your brother here. And um, if you need anything, you know, if you need that family closeness, because there's nothing like having family um, that you can rely on. And then of course you made a bunch of new friends too. So yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and honestly, another thing that also improved, I would say um, my relationship with my family, because Mm. since I guess, because we were apart, um, we were more, we would talk more. There was more communication. Um, another thing that happened is they wouldn't say I love you like verbally, but they would not say the word. You know, they would do things, but it was not mentioned at home. It was like something that they would not say like I love you. Like, you know, like, wow. So that also improved. So now you're on the phone and you hear my mom or my dad, oh, I love you. And the first time I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, you know, it took him, what, (laughs) more than 27 years. (laughs) But okay. That's crazy. I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, no, definitely that improved as well. Communication with my family improved greatly. Um, My mom, my dad, my aunts. And to this day, even though I'm here, they have been very supportive regardless, Mm -hmm. you know. So I can still feel their presence, you know, because in any little thing or any 
that I'll do or that me or my kids accomplish, you know, I'm going to get a phone call. I'm going to get a text from my aunts. My And I have a big family. I can tell you that. It's a lot of uncles. And aunts. <laughs> but yeah, that was something that I was also very um, happy about. For sure. Wow. That's awesome. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. That's a big one to have family, like finally open up their emotions. And mm-hmm. I mean, hey. You know, maybe maybe you inspired them, Jessica, and you just don't know it. Maybe. 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 <laughs> All right. So I just want to I want to ask some fun questions really quickly before we wrap it up. Um, but I really do appreciate you coming on today and giving me a little bit of your time to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. Um All right. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions and you just choose whatever you want. OK. Okay. Okay. They're going to be, they're going to be, would you rather questions? Okay. Okay. Would you rather? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the first one, would you rather have a one minute conversation with your past self or your future self? With my past self. Mm, What would you say? What's one piece of advice you'd give? One piece of advice is to definitely trust in what you're doing. You're not doing anything wrong keep pushing. It is hard. Yes, you made some mistakes, but those trust in what's what's happening right now. Let it all in. You're you're fine. You're gonna be just fine. Mm-hmm. And don't don't overthink because yeah. You remember that. Remember that even after this. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. current Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, that was a good one. Okay, and then the next one, would you rather know what your pet Rusky thinks of you or would you rather never hear him speak? Oh, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) I would rather have him tell me. Yeah. (laughs) I know he loves me. He does. Rusty loves you. He's a sweetie. Okay. Uh, Would you rather be a member of the Kardashian family or a member of the Obama family? Oh, Obama. 100%. Definitely. Love Michelle. Love her. Boom. Boom. All right. And then the last one. (laughs) That's a good one. Would you rather switch your body with your ex or switch your body with your abuela? (laughs) Oh my God. Well, I'm going to say my abuela just because when she was younger, she was that. Yeah. Not my ex. Not my abuela. She was cute. Right. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I would say too. Not my ex. That is too funny. Well, Jessica, tell the people where they can find you and tell them what's going on with you, how they can support you. Well, of course. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, People, you guys can find me on Instagram. That's Jessica underscore your notary, uh, your notary public. And yeah, I'm there. Just send me an IM. My emails, jbrprimegrowth at gmail.com. If you want to know, like, if you need some something mobile, bronze, hey, I'm your girl, loans, construction loans, quick clean deeds, you name it, I'm there. I'm your girl. Yes. My girl will hook you up. Okay. Yep. <laughs> well, thank you so much again for coming on to my show. I love you so much. And I thank you for yes, your friendship. Too. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so happy to be here. Love you, girl. Keep going. Keep pushing. I'm- Got 
<laughs> so funny. Thanks, girl. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.